Hi everyone. So welcome to Discuss the Word. Um, the name of the blog, or whatever you want to call this podcast, whatever. Um, it really wasn't my idea at all. This was just something that God put on my heart to do. It's something I've always wanted to do, but I didn't think it would be about discussing the word. But I don't mind at all. Um, I'm actually grateful that I can do that. Um, I do want to let people know if you've already tuned in and listened that it's not a regular occurrence right now that I have time to actually sit down and discuss the word. I have time to read and pray and all of that every day, but I don't always have time to put a podcast on. I do want to apologize for that. If you guys are looking for something regular, it will get that way. I'm in the middle of relocating, so things are a little up in the air as far as the schedule right now. But I wanted to pop in and say something. It doesn't have anything to do with a specific Bible verse or anything like that. But I just wanted to share with anybody who might be going through anything. um, And almost everybody is these days. um, That, you know, God's word is there. But his presence is also there. And prayer is there. And I think that we get so used to people telling us just read and pray that we forget to also meditate and to sit in his presence, to meditate upon his word. And a lot of us hear from God in different ways. You know, some of us, he tugs at our hearts or speaks to us, even in the heat of our emotions to calm us down or through another person or a certain scripture will seem to always pop up at the right time, whether it's Instagram or through a friend's message on Facebook or a text message or in a Bible bookstore, you know? And so... However it is that God speaks to you, you know, meditate on that, meditate on his words to you as well as his written word. And don't forget that even when you don't hear him, he's always there and he's always listening. And I think people kind of forget that because we we don't see him tangibly like we would the person we live with, you know, but just know he's always there. The reminder is sticking with me to meditate even on dreams he's giving you. And I don't mean dreams like, oh, I have this dream in my heart. I mean, I mean, dreams like literally if, you, if you've had a dream and you know it was straight from God and you woke up and he's letting you know, you know, like, like he said in his word. And don't get me wrong. I forget who he said it to, but he said, I think it was Isaiah. I'm not sure, but he said, write it down and make it plain. Um, and so it could have been Jeremiah. It's one of those. I've been reading both. So forgive me <laughs> if I'm wrong on both accounts. Um, I don't claim to be a Bible scholar, never have claimed to be one. I'm just a woman who truly does love God and I want to love him more to my heart's full capacity. And I want to give him more of me until there's nothing left to give and that all people can get out of me is him and his love, you know? Um, but anyway, you know, meditate on whatever it is. The Lord has given you what he said to you, and what he's spoken to you and sit in his presence. It's okay to feel his presence and just sit there without having to run and scream and shout and tell, you know, yourself, you have to do this and that. Um, If he compels you, if you feel that way, I'm not telling you not to do it. Sometimes his presence is overwhelming. The only way to express it or to fully experience it is to run and shout because his joy and his love is that big. And how could we possibly contain it in our small, finite minds and bodies and hearts? But what I'm saying is don't feel obligated to use church protocol or anybody's protocol, um, you know, don't rush out of his presence. Don't rush out of sitting there and just learning to be still. A lot of us are so busy. We don't know how to be still anymore. Um, 
And I don't know how to be still emotionally and mentally when I'm going through something. And that's something God has always told me when I am going through something. He always says, be still um, and know that he's God. And so I, I am so grateful that that's the verse that he uses for me. And that is a life verse for me. If you've heard my testimony on my testimony podcast, then you know that's a verse that sticks with me greatly. Um, but what sparked me to do this, this real quick podcast is I am going through a difficult situation and, you know, I keep searching for a place to run, to run to. Um, and I'm actually going to do a podcast on running one day. I kid you not. <laughs> you guys are going to be like, is she crazy with the, with the ways I've tried to run in the past? But, you know, I have learned, I learned this a long time ago and it has stuck with me. So that's why I'm not running. But I have been thinking, my, it doesn't stop my mind from thinking and trying to figure out ways to run and places to run and things to, not things, I don't run to things anymore, thank God. But I keep thinking of running to places, you know, oh, I could go here. And it's like, you know, my problems aren't going to go away because I changed location. But that's what I used to do. I used to run um, like bad. I used to run everywhere. I thought I was addicted to drugs back in the day because surely I was and God saved me from that I definitely could not save myself and instead one day God spoke to me and he said no you're addicted to running and I was like oh my goodness you are so right and I cried and laughed at the same time and everybody was looking at me like what is I was in a celebrate recovery small group at the time in the corner of a sanctuary at a church on a Saturday night and they were like what is going on with you over there and I said, I'm sorry. I said, I'll tell you afterwards. I don't want to interrupt whoever's turn. And they were like, they started talking again. And after a while, they were like, no, go ahead. Um, because everybody was still cheesing and staring at me like, what is she going to say? And so I told them, I said, I used to be addicted to so many things. I said, but the Lord just let me know that what I'm really addicted to is running. And I look back as far as I can remember. <clears throat> and I used to run. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me I when I was a young girl I discovered books for the first time I probably was nine years old um we went to riff reading is fundament fundamental and they gave out free books and I got this free book and it was a book of like nine scary stories or something and they weren't even really scary they were just very entertaining um but how, how scary could they be because back then things were still kind of wholesome and those were kid books little kid books I mean, today we're not going to get into that. But anyway, so it, it was a pretty cool book, but I had never actually read outside of schoolwork before ever. You know, even the Bible was read to me as a child. It wasn't something I read. And so at nine years old, I read something outside of schoolwork for the first time and I fell in love with it. I found that I could escape into the pages of a book. And so that was my escape. And I ran. And when I say I ran, I'm telling you guys, I ran every day, all day. In between dinner and school and sleep, all I wanted to do when I wasn't doing homework was read. I mean, for hours and hours and hours. It never stopped. Um, and it was an escape from life. And that's why I did it. I, I enjoyed it, but I really did it because it showed me there's another world and anything is possible. Almost every book I read was fictional, but it still showed me life didn't have to be the way it was in my home, which was, you know, really rough at the time. And so I started running like that. 
um, when I was 13, my mom let me um, go away to spend time out of state with my aunt. We went from Oklahoma all the way up north, I did anyway, to Wisconsin. And it was a really small town in Wisconsin, Wisconsin, but it felt so good to escape. I got in trouble and my aunt and me had a falling out and she sent me home. She offered me to stay after she told me I had to go and I thought it was best if I left. But I've been running ever since. Um, I showed up back at home. Things were not good. Um, not with me and my mom, but just period. Um, I'll give you guys the testimony one day. But just seeing the state and the situation that my mom was in, I took off. You know, um, I don't know how long I stayed, but I know eventually I took off again and it did not take long. I think I just went to the other side of town to stay with someone else. Um, and before you knew it, um, I was, I don't know, maybe 16 living in a whole nother town. Like I just got up and moved to a whole nother town and got my own place and everything. Um, and then from there, it just never stopped. I would always end up back at home in Oklahoma city, but when things would go wrong, I would run. It's just what I did. And I would go to another place. And when things went wrong there, I would run back to Oklahoma City. And when things went wrong there, it was like a never ending thing. And so it wasn't until that night when God spoke to me, spoke to my heart, to my mind, and just to every part of me and turned a light bulb on for me in those dark places that I never realized were there and told me, stop running. You think you were addicted to drugs, but you were truly addicted to running. And then I realized even drugs, that was me running. I was running from hurt, running from pain, running from depression, running from boredom, running from not knowing what to do, running to drugs, but I was still running, running away. And, you know, I wanted to make this podcast because I realized today, even though I'm not trying to run anymore, I think about it often and there's no shortage. Back then when I wanted to run, I would make up locations myself, you know, and I would just go, you know, I would just randomly take whatever I had clothes on my back and could fit in a bag and take whatever money I had and hop on a bus and go to some random location I've never been and live there for a while. Um, but this time around, people are offering me right and left to just get up and go. Hey, come here. Even family. Come here. Have you thought about going there? Come here. Move here. Visit here. And that's a, a big thing for me. It really is. Um, it shows me that God has kept me safely grounded in him because Back in the day, I would be all over that. I've always had what they call wanderlust, I guess. And I, I love to travel even outside of running. And I drool over the Swiss Alps and places like that. But for some reason, I know better. You know, no matter how easy and good it sounds, my only desire is to stay in God's will and to go where he calls me to go and do what he tells me to do. And sometimes that's really hard when you're emotional and going through a lot of turmoil. But by the grace of God, because I'm too weak for that. And his strength truly is made perfect in my weakness to hold me and ground me and to keep me still. Yes, keep me still, Lord, to help me to be still and know that he's God, you know, and I want him to be Lord of my life, God of my life and of my every destination and everything that I do. I want to submit to his will over my own. And I'm seeing that he has helped me do this. It's just like getting sober or anything else that I've ever done in my life. I didn't do it. He did it. I tried for years on my own. And it was only when God stepped into my life that it was accomplished. 
And so I'm I'm more grateful and I need to take time after this podcast to just hit my knees and pray and give him thanks because I'm so grateful now that I'm realizing how much he has grown me because there's no way I could be still like this when there's so many opportunities to try to run. I know I can't run from my pain, but just to run, period. I know me and I know that's what it used to be in my heart. And he has taken the desires of my heart and replaced them with his. And I am so grateful to you, God. I just thank you for keeping me, for watching over me, for changing my heart, for holding me when I hurt and when I ache, for catching every tear, for listening every time I needed to vent or pray, for accepting my praise, even though it comes from unholy lips, just for loving me. And I thank you for the sacrifice of your son so that I could live another day, so that I could repent and turn away from my old behaviors and change into the person that only you know I can be, Lord. I thank you for accepting me when I didn't accept myself. And I thank you for keeping me when I'm so hurt that I feel worthless and unloved and for reminding me that you love me. You always put the right people in my path through a phone call, an encounter, a message. It's always something. You never, you truly never leave or forsake us. God, I just thank you. I pray that you would give me the ability and the remembrance to praise you at all times, whether it's in my heart or out loud, and to think of you all day long and never leave you out of any part of my day, God, and to put you first and truly submit to your will. I pray that you would give me a heart that is obedient to you only, Lord God, so that I can fully love you and serve you with every fiber of my being. Father, I want to dance and praise in your courts one day. And so until that day when I take my last breath, Father, I pray that you will keep me, steady me, and guide me. And Lord, please forgive me for all of my sins and transgressions, for all of my stubbornness and selfishness, for even the thoughts that I have that I shouldn't have. Help me to have a pure heart and clean mind, Lord. I want to be able to serve you fully. And I pray that you would renew within me a right spirit, God. And I pray that every time I read your word, that it would not only comfort me, Lord, because it shouldn't just be about me, it should be about you, but that it would bring me closer to you and help me to love you and serve you the way I should, and that it would clean me out, clean out the dark places, and that it would fill it with your light, Father, so that I can truly do your work. I want to fully belong to you and not reserve any of myself for myself. I want to serve you fully without restraint, Lord, to where nothing's holding me back from you, not myself, not my emotions, not fear, Lord, I just want to be yours, and I pray that, that you would give me the right words to pray when I do pray, and when I speak to myself, Lord, help me to speak what you would speak, help me to build myself up in you, and not on the wisdom of man, and not on my own recognizance, and the things that I want to say, but Lord, I just truly pray to be your vessel. I pray that I can walk in every path and every step that you have for me. And that before I leave this earth, Father, that I can truly fulfill your will. And I thank you even for the opportunity to talk to whoever's listening and to let them know it's okay to run to you and to your word and to your presence instead of things and people or places and to surrender it all to you and to know that you are still God no matter what we go through and that you still love us and you still hear us and that we can always come to you with every care and worry and concern because you are God and because your word says so and because 
Your promises are forever, Lord. I just thank you for who you are. I thank you for the privilege to know you, the privilege to pray freely, to read your word. It's all a privilege, God. I pray that we don't waste it, that we come to you every day, night and day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I thank you all for listening, if you have listened. Um, if you know me, you know what situations I'm facing. So I thank you for all your prayers in advance. If you don't know, I ask for prayers. I never turn down prayers. Um, you can find me actually on Instagram. And I would be more than willing to pray for you as well. No matter what I'm going through. It's always a joy to pray for other people. Um, I try to make sure I do it sincerely. I don't like to just say, God, you know what they're going through. And I just pray that you would touch their hearts right now because to me, there's nothing wrong with those words. It's the spirit and heart that it's spoken in. And I see a lot of people do it so dismissively and so nonchalantly, like it's just a pray they, prayer. They pray for everyone who needs prayer every time. And I don't say that to condemn them. I just say, I never want to do that. I always want my prayers to be sincere. I always want to know I'm talking to the almighty God. And he truly can intercede on these people or intervene on these people's behalf, you know, and Jesus is interceding for us always at God's right hand. And so I truly want to keep that in mind when I pray for someone. I want to keep in mind that when I go before the throne of grace boldly, that he hears me even on the behalf of others and that I can bridge the gap and that we can all bridge, bridge the gap for each other. Those that are found, those that are still lost. And that is not pointless and it's not just words. And then we're truly petitioning to a father who can do all things. So just a reminder, like I said, um, don't run to things. Don't run to people and places in place of God. Don't replace him with temporary things because he is eternal. Run to God, run to his presence. And that's just the offer of advice. I can't tell anyone what to do. And I'm not trying to tell anyone how to live their life. I'm just saying what he gives us is far greater than anything we could run to in this world or anything this world has to offer. So God bless you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. And um, I haven't figured out how to leave comments here. Maybe you can see it and I don't. But you can leave a comment. You can also, um, I like to keep my Instagram private actually. But you can always pop on there and send me a message. Um, and I am on there at everything for his name. Um on Instagram and yeah just pop on and send a message or a prayer request and I'll cover you best I can take care